Welcome to RPG Cast episode 610 for the week of uh, de- December 4th, Saturday, December 4th, no less. I'm Chris Britt here bringing you the week's show um, of news and RPG stuff. How's everybody doing today? Joining me today, I've got Josh Carpenter. Hey there. And Robert Albright. Howdy, howdy. Howdy, howdy. Okay, uh, Anna Marie is on an extended break from the podcast while she finishes up some stuff with her work. Uh, she needs the the extra time on the weekends to fit that into her schedule. So we won't be hearing from her in a while. Sorry. Um, and Kelly is out this week. Um, you do oh Christmas shopping today. Yeah, yeah, she's fighting the crowds at the stores. Fighting the crowds. Uh, so we just figured we'd get on on uh, on Twitch and just start watching. Um, we're we're unsupervised videos. this weekend, yeah. so you know nobody here to tell us to do what we're supposed to do. So we're just gonna you know do whatever we feel like and waste everybody's time. Uh, I hope you're enjoying the show. Um, except we haven't started yet. So what is there to enjoy? So we should talk about what we've been playing. I have news for everybody. Yeah, uh, big news! What is it? Big news, everybody! Big, I finally went news? back and finished SMT3 Nocturne. How far away were you I from had the ending? Two fights to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least uh, we can now say you actually complete a game. Yeah, I had to um, do one of them three times because mistakes were made while saving and getting overconfident in the final final boss fight. And oh wait, no, I guess it was three fights because there's a bonus boss fight and. That neglect, which necessitated yet another play through the three bosses, because I got real overconfident in that final boss fight, and I shouldn't have, because even at max level, like I still needed to pay attention. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> uh, true demon ending, Emperor Mythius. True demon ending. Then I went to YouTube, watched all the endings, realized, yeah, SMT three is a weird game that there's no way to really. I don't know. Thoughts on the endings? I don't know what to go with as far as what should be canon. I'm wondering if their games are going to tie into SMT5 at all. I'm assuming not, because the SMT3 hero is a DLC for SMT5, which makes me think they're not integrating the plots, which is too bad. But um, there certainly, as you think about the stories enough, there would be room, given what I've seen of SMT5's opening, to link those stories together and, and go with it. But who knows? Um, Yeah. And then I, uh, after that, I was watching people play Diamond and Pearl on Twitch. Um, well, on YouTube, I was watching VTubers play it. And on Twitch, I was playing, watching Pokemon, Twitch plays Pokemon, uh, which is still a thing, by the way. What are they on now? Well, uh, they were playing, oh, that's too bad. They must have finished. They were playing uh, the the Diamond remake. Hmm. And um, there were many hours spent in a hole. It was it was classic Twitch plays Pokemon. <laughs> Just get out of the hole. Uh, stop releasing our Pokemon. <laughs> you know the stuff that you do. Um, right well, now I, I, it, the, they're playing uh, Dragon Quest Eleven because it's the weekend, and apparently they play RPGs on the weekends. <laughs> you're saying Pokemon's not an RPG? Well, okay, but they play other RPGs on the weekend. Uh, interestingly enough, um, 
I think uh, Hairfrog is going to be starting up a uh, Emerald run. Nice on our Twitch stream because he uh, finished his uh, Soul Silver run. Cool. So and I, and that should be starting uh, tomorrow during his uh, block here on on our Twitch channel as well. So. I only say that because he did ask for a uh, graphic, which I believe, yep, is ready. So, yeah, that's going to probably be it, but he needs to give me a tweet. I'll, I'll bug him about that. How did they get a level 100 Togepi evolution? Shenanigans <laughs> happened. <laughs> so watching Pokemon inspired you to play Pokemon? Yes. Oh, right, all right. Yeah, I went back to playing Pokemon, so I'm... I'm making progress in Sword and Shield. I, well, I rolled credits on Sword, rather. And, um, yeah, after uh, a lot of time evaluating my life choices, as in my party choices, and saying, hmm, what was the theme I was going for? What do I want to go for? Why is Hop such a loser? Um, and, and, and such important questions like that. Also, I have these DLCs. Should I play them? When should I play them? What do I want to do before rolling credits? And, facing the champion and um kind of misjudged the game it made it sound it does a bait and switch makes you think you're about to face the champion way earlier than you actually are um that was interesting i i should have known it was coming well if they're gonna send me to champion i'm gonna do all these dlcs so i went and did them and then i got to the point in the dlcs were like well you can come back for more stuff after you beat the champion i'm like oh fine i'll beat the champion (laughs) And then it's like, oh, I wasn't actually about to beat that. Why did I just... Anyway, so my team is now full of... My my rules on my team are Galarian unique Pokemon or Galarian only forms of Pokemon. Um, for a while, I, I bred a bunch of Ponytas, which I had to trade over. I tra- had to trade one over from Anna's system. So I had a team of fabulous unicorns. Literally, one of their attack is just to look fabulous and it does damage to their opponent which I think is amazing. Um, That's awesome. It is. It just goes, mm-hmm. I'm a sparkle horse. And then the opponent's like, whoa, so sparkle. And then they die. Um, so that I mean, was fun. That, that would probably cause a lot of people to die. Yeah. Then I realized that the a whole team of them is just, as fun as it is for the theme, it's not fun to play. So I put in different. So I've got like a, one of the expansions have you level up this little bear cub guy and do like a kung fu master. So I've got him, I've got my starter, and a couple other cool Pokemon that are from the game, from the new ones. So that's my team. I stomped on the champion, kind of swept most everybody except the champion with just my sparkle pony, um, which was a fun feeling. Like you, you, you talk about you can't even beat my horse. Get it, get away. <laughs> And uh, they weren't worthy of my other Pokemon. So I did that, and now I have to go through and finish up post-game stuff, of which there's quite a bit. There always is with Pokemon. I'm always amazed at how much stuff there is to do after credits. So um, that'll be a thing I do. And then the other thing I'm doing is it's December, which means Advent of Code has started. And if you were in the IT programming type industry, you may have heard of this. or, Or if you just like programming, you may have heard of this. But it is a yearly event. Um, it's not for charity or anything. It's just um, go to adventofcode.com and they give you daily puzzles with a Christmas theme and you can solve them with any programming language you wish. And people 
take advantage of that. Solve it with whatever you want, because all you have to do is submit the answer. Um, so people are using um, Perl. Uh, Python is most popular. Go Haskell, COBOL. Um, oh, gosh. Ermine, Erline, Lisp. Rockstar, which is kind of a made-up, silly programming language, which is where the programming language sounds like rock song lyrics. Ah. You you name it, they're using it to solve these problems. And uh, so that's fun, and I'm using it to get better at programming Go, which is a terrible programming language to use for this event because it just... The things Go is good at is not this... um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> ease of use of inputting data and, and crunching some numbers and being done. That's not what it's for. Um, it's more for low-level hardware stuff, but whatever. We're just going to ignore that for the moment. I need to get better at it. So that's what You're I'm just doing. Bang your head against the Banging wall. my head against the most stupidest way of declaring arrays in existence. You put the little brackets on the left of the... It doesn't make sense. I hate it. Like, why? Anyway, so that's what I've been doing in my evenings uh, for far too late, and so I'm got that bleary-eyed programmer look about me the last couple days but i'm i'm learning and this is fun right Mm -hmm. it's fun and when i'm done with this or between this i'm going to be doing advent of cyber probably which is the same thing but on try hack me which is a cybersecurity website where you like you practice uh breaking into boxes and taking advantage of security exploits not to become a better well yes to become a better hacker but from the sense of knowing how hacks work so you can like better secure your systems and consult with people about how they've left their systems insecure anyway so that's fun too so if you want to do hacking that's a thing advent of cyber over on tryhackme.com if you want to do programming advent of code always recommended um and uh there's a reddit for advent of code as well if you want hints and solutions so if it gets too hard um take some hints that's what i've been doing because this is a learning thing this isn't a punish me thing so okay that's all i've been doing and it's been a couple weeks. Oh, I have to say what I got in Black Friday, right? Um, Anna sure. and I spent a bunch of money buying furniture and stuff for the house that, that we need for our new jobs and or other things. So very boring purchases, but we've got some more standing desks coming. She got some monitors. Um, her work Ooh, bought her a Standing computer. desks are nice. Yeah. I, I love a standing desk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we'll be redoing this office in the next couple weeks. At some point, it might look a little different on the show. Didn't, didn't you all the, just didn't you all just redo the office? We redid the downstairs and made that into an office. Ah, we're gonna redo okay, the okay. upstairs office. Way ahead of the schedule I thought we were gonna do it, but when the wife says we're doing this, um you're doing it. So <laughs> that that is the way marriage works. That, that is that is how that works. So I am we're gonna do this. <laughs> um, well that's I a good a thing to spend chair. money on. I got a new chair on Black Friday. Um, oh cool. It's it's so Anna took my old chair um, and because she didn't like the way hers fit her butt. So I took her old chair for her old chair for a few weeks and said, you know what? I realized that my chair that I bought was too big for my back and that was causing me issues. And so I like this smaller chair that you've got, Anna, because it cradles and supports me in a way that's actually good. So when I buy I'm thinking about I'll get maybe blah, 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 blah. Anyway. So I decided, okay, but also it was pinching my butt. 
So I, <laughs> I too, could not sit in that chair because the way it was designed was not for someone with, shall we say, wide hips. That's the polite way of saying fat ass, right? Um, oh, wait, I said it. Oops. Yeah. Uh, anyway, <laughs> they, uh, the, they have the new chair model out this year, so I bought a new secret lab for that. And now I need to figure out a way to sell that old secret lab chair. These chairs are too expensive to just throw out. Yeah. So if anyone knows a way to sell a secret lab Omega, let me know, because I have one that I would like to get money for, because this stuff's too expensive. <laughs> Is there some way to do it other than the cesspool of Craigslist I, or, you I, know, I, like I sincerely Facebook? doubt it, but I think what I will do is um, start by reaching out to local friends and do what yeah, I can yeah. to avoid Craigslist as much as possible, because, I mean, at that point, it, it's really just a discounted dump delivery service. People, people have weird expectations from you when they interact with you on Craigslist. Oh yeah, they they expect you to do a bunch of things for them, and it's like no, like this. Our interaction is you come here and take this thing and hand me money for it, not you come here and I help manipulate it into your vehicle and give you consulting services on its usage. And no, no, no. I just want rid of this thing. You I'm take thing, help you. and for the privilege of you taking the thing, you can pay me for it. And yes, maybe that sounds unfair to you, but also you're getting thing at discounted price. Live with it. <laughs> that is why you're on Craigslist mm-hmm. and not on, you know, Amazon. No, there are no returns. <laughs> <laughs> you took it. It's your problem now. That's yeah, why it's you don't like it. Problem. Sell it. <laughs> I, yeah. List it on Craigslist. It worked for me. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I've been doing. <laughs> what about you, Josh? Oh, not too much. I had I had family in town for Thanksgiving, so I wasn't playing too many video games, just more uh, Persona 5 Strikers. I did get around to finishing Get In The Car Loser, and man, I just, I really adored that game. It is. Did you d- get the DLC thing, too? I have the DLC thing. I haven't gotten around to playing it yet. I just finished the main game, and I kind of wanted to take a break and so see if I could. So you just really enjoyed the free thing? Oh, yes. man. Yeah. I play that. Yeah, it's really good. I I really dig it. I like the I like the combat system where they've kind of like gone for the Valkyrie profile. You know, all the different characters are mapped to different buttons, and you have to kind of like swap between. It, it, basically, everyone's attack is on a cooldown, so depending on the attacks you assign to the the characters, like it'll have like a four second cooldown or a eight second cooldown or a two second cooldown. And so you're you're constantly having to kind of like smack the different buttons. And then you're also swapping between different um, you like you'll have different three different loadouts between the different care between the characters. And then you tap one of the shoulder buttons and you can swap between the different loadouts. So there's like this fun little mechanic of like, you know, like it's really engaging because you're having to like pay attention. You're having to like, you know, tap the buttons as the different cooldown timers are running off. And then you're having to like swap between the different setups. And I don't know. It's just like, I, I like the combat. The writing is fantastic. Um, much like uh, Sam had told me, I think she mentioned on the podcast when she was on a week, few weeks back, like the the boss at the end of Act Three is much more difficult than the final boss, which I don't know if we, that was intentional or not. It it can kind of make narrative sense for spoilerish reasons, but 
<laughs> Certainly after beating the, the the third act boss, the, the boss at the end of the game is not, not anywhere near as bad. But like the, it, it has fantastic writing. It's it's really interesting, different sort of uh, battle system. It, it's just a great game. And like I said, it's the, the base game is free and even the DLC to kind of like basically, uh, you know, give them some money is only like 10 bucks. I mean, I, I loved it so much. It's definitely going to be on my game of the year list for this year. Well, another game to add to my list of feeling ashamed I haven't played. Well, it's it's free. It's on Steam. That doesn't help, Josh. I have all these games that I own that I've paid money for that I could play whenever I want. I can't get to them. <laughs> well, I can't help Instead, that. I need to stay up till one in the morning making bad Go code. <laughs> you don't understand how my life works, Josh. Obviously not. Tell me how your wife, how your wife, tell me how your life works, Robert. Oh, did he disappear? Uh-oh. Did we lose Tam? Did he walk away and not tell us? I sort of did because my son was in here wanting something, so. Well, uh, that's uh, how that works. That, that's how his life works. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I muted myself to go to take care of him to and see what he was upset about. I heard something about SMT3, Boss of Third Act, and and then my headset started cutting in and out. Oh, yeah, you've totally conflated a number of things, but the important part is we want to know what you've been playing. Oh, what I've been playing. So um, it's, it's really been slow for me um, the last couple of weeks. I've uh, been playing just the Final Fantasy V Pixel Remaster. has been mostly me grinding all of the jobs when I've not been streaming it here on our channel. Um, and then um, on our channel, I'm up to the last like three main dungeons and a bunch of side dungeons. I like four side dungeons. Anyways, four, four main dungeons? I don't know. But I'm near the end of the game. So after spending all the time grinding every single class to max, because I'm a loser. <laughs> well, that's part of the fun of five, right? I, I, I enjoy that aspect of five. I know some people just enjoy trying to have like specific jobs. In fact, I know there's a uh, yearly... Final Fantasy V event. Yeah. FF5 four job fiesta. Yep. Although one year although one year the uh on on that I found out that they had the same four jobs picked as a previous year. So they used a side rule where when you get um a replacement character later in the game, you get a you can roll for a different job to replace. Yeah, for Kryl. Yeah, for, for Kryle. I was trying not to be spoilery, just in case At no one's point, played Final Fantasy. Does it matter? <laughs> well, probably not. I mean, how old's the game? Over 20, right? I didn't realize I missed a palindrome date the other day. No. Oh, yeah. So, I, I saw that. Someone shared that at work. Work people aren't focusing on the important things. I'm going to have to go correct them. Let them know, hey... How did you let us miss 1202-2021? Oh, I bet you I know. A lot of them live in Europe, where it wouldn't have worked. Mm. There's a whole been... day, month, yeah, year that's probably thing. Why. Yeah. <laughs> so it would have been 2012-20. So they would have cared more about, like, maybe 2012-2012. Yeah. So we'll, we'll get there eventually? No, wait, no. 2012 already happened. 
Yeah. They're screwed. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, screw, screwed for another 100 years. <laughs> so you're playing it on, uh, I assume, on uh, Steam, on PC? Yeah, I'm I'm playing the Steam version. And, um, I mean, I've, I've had really no issues with it. Um, no crashings, no... I mean, plays very smooth. Um, I the, I think the biggest difference um, between the different versions, because I went and looked this up, is that um, Ferris has had some costume modifications for some of her jobs over the years. Oh. Yeah, so um, the costume that she uses, and I noticed this specifically with Mystic Knight, because for some reason that's the one that stood out most to me. But in this one, it has, like, a facial shawl, whereas in the last, like, mobile version, it did not have, a, like, a shawl over her face. And then in the original version, it it's hard to explain what it kind of looked like, but there's definitely a difference within some of the costumes. And I don't know if she's the only one that's had that or some of the other jobs, but that is the one I noticed the most. How did they change it? Um, but one thing was they added a, like a face, a shawl in front of her face. Not not like a face mask, but, you know, a shawl is kind of like a dancer shawl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, one sec, I, I have to like open all these things up to actually look at. It's all right. I'm just watching someone make a coffee jar. I'm seeing that, too. <laughs> I have two monitors now. Unsupervised, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, it's so pretty. Uh, okay, let's see. Here we go. Ah, that's time age. Oh, stop clicking stupid things. Okay. All right, here we go. The PC version does have uh, gamepad support, right? Uh, yes, it it does have games uh, gamepad support. Yeah, it's just the iOS and mobile versions that don't. <laughs> yeah, so so yeah, the the original SNES one had like a green top for her, and she has a um a, a face covering as well as having like a shawl, and then the mobile version they got rid of the shawl that's like around her shoulders and carrying down to the arms, and also the the face covering. But then um, gave her like a split skirt. And this one, I would actually have to load up the game to look because no one has uh, exported out the sprites yet to put on the wiki pages. The Final Fantasy fans are falling down on the job. (laughs) I I think they're all busy because of Final Fantasy 14. Oh, probably so. So you're busy with that too, right? I am busy with that. And... Um, it's, um, it's been a very interesting launch. Yeah, so, uh, you're the only one on the cast playing it, so what's going on with all that? Um, so, I was actually able to get in fairly quickly yesterday morning, probably because everyone was at work because of the delay. I actually was able to get the time off, so my queue at that time wasn't too bad, but then, um, and so I played it for a good... No, like six-ish hours here because my kids were at school. So my wife and I just sat down and played. And then um, and then my 
and then uh, kids got home and we had a bunch of stuff going around the house. So I got logged out just automatically. Mm-hmm. And I tried to get logged back in and I hit a queue on my server of about 4,000 people. Oh, boy. <laughs> that, that's a lot of people. And, that's a launch. <laughs> yeah. Well, my wife, um, had, when she when it happened to her, because it had happened to her before mine, hers was around 3,000. Didn't, it, it took a little bit to get in, but it wasn't like bad, bad. But um, and but she got timed out, got kicked out. She was able to get logged in just fine and get back into her place in queue. I was not having the same luck. Um, mine wouldn't let me in multiple times, so I ended up resetting queue three times, and then I ended up with an error on my DirectX 11 DLLs on a Japanese on a Japanese named file that was from a 2017 patch and that's no fun and so the game was crashing and couldn't even load pa- so it wouldn't go from the launcher into the game and i waited a little while and it actually loaded me in but then all my sound was completely bored oh gosh so so, so you were living the fun of pc gaming yeah so um and at that point it was so I, I shut down for the night. I actually um, watched Scar stream. Uh, at that point, Scar was already streaming. It was like 5 p.m. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to take a break, relax for a bit. I've had a rough day between um, other issues going on in my life right now with my teeth, which no one wants to hear about because that's a story all on, on yeah, its own. No, we're good. We're good. Yeah, thanks. So, um, <laughs> so I sat down, watched Scar stream, then popped over to uh, Scott at RPGFan.com, um, his stream. And then, you know, at that point, it was like 9 p.m. at night. I had actually only gotten three hours of sleep. So I was like, I went to my wife. I said, I'm going to bed. So I go to bed. I got up about 3.30 this morning. Tried to log in, you know, restart my computer and everything and tried to log into Final Fantasy 14. Still crashing. Still was getting the DirectX 11 errors. At this time, I had not, I hadn't fully realized it was DirectX 11. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to repair the files. Repair the files. Three hours later, repairs done. So I'm like, okay, because it uh, redownloads all the patches. And so I uh, tried to log in. No, still having issues. Denied. So yeah, so then um, I try a few things, and I changed this. I was like, like in my settings, and I was like, okay, let me, and one of the settings is to turn off DirectX 11. So I turned it off, loaded in fine, turned it back on, crashed. I'm like, okay, so it's my DirectX 11. So I try, like, so I run all my, you know, all my computer updates and everything, yeah, my DirectX 11 is still still borked, but I can at least get in because I'm running DirectX 9. <laughs> and it seems to be working fairly well. So um, I have heard the queue times have kind of picked up here on the more recent end, um, but um, I'm, I'd have to log out to see how they're doing. Um, as far as like the Wait, what stability did you have to do? of this. How did you fix it? Um, so they have an option. I actually have a screenshot I can oh, send you. Oh, to turn you off this. the X11. Yeah, they have an option in their settings on their launcher to turn off DirectX 11. Oh, no, you're fine. Yeah, and now I'm fine. Good. And and it does say in there, um, I actually, as I said, I took a screenshot of this. So let me, I'm not going to load the screenshot, but I posted it somewhere else. And 
So it actually says on there, it says the client may not function correctly on systems that do not support DirectX 11. If the client is unable to launch, please disable DirectX 11 and try again. Mm-hmm. I'm running a, I'm running an RTX 2080. Yeah. Yeah. There's no re- you, you're having yeah. an issue from a bug, but at least you were able to work around it. Yeah, at least they have a solution and the game's working fine. Um, get as it far sorted, as probably, or eventually there'll be a forum post that explains your issue. <laughs> yeah. So now, as far as the um, does actual, so the wait times and everything, we knew that was going to be a thing. They've been saying for months, congestion is going to be an issue. The director come out and say we tried to buy more servers, and they said we have no more servers to sell you. <laughs> Yeah, they, like the, uh, they, he didn't just say that. He said we were going above market price to try and get servers. So like all those people like they know it's coming. Why don't they prep? And like, well, maybe in the past that would have worked. But it looks like this time the, sh- the shortages finally kicked in and uh, they literally couldn't prep. There was nothing to prep with. Yeah, so shortages. I mean, they <laughs> now they have tried to prep everything internal in internally for the servers and i will say the servers have been running very smooth overall um i have not had that's what happens when you cap to a limit you know the servers can operate at (laughs) yeah well they've also they've also instanced almost all their servers all their locations and everything are instanced uh three different instances they're trying to rotate through people um, doing the dungeon and whatnot. So they're instancing all how many people are running through dungeons, kind of like old WoW used to do, if, if you remember that. Where it's like, oh, this instance is full right now. You can't go in. I mean, so... Unable to spawn additional instances. Oh, Exactly. Okay, thank you. So, <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, they've, they've really went above and beyond to try and keep the server stable. Mm-hmm. And the servers have been stable if you're able to get in. Good. But it so and and um, I'm not very far into it. I haven't even reached the first dungeon yet. Can I just say but... it's nice to have an MMO company that seems to actually give a crap? And it's not like Blizzard didn't, but I don't know. There's something about the way the FF14 people do things that I get a good vibe from them that I never even got from Blizzard, and I like it. That's I don't even understand what I'm saying. I just, this is how I I feel. (laughs) I I, I understand. And, and I think the best thing is let's take it down to that one question. You know, like some of the questions sometimes fans would ask, it's like, Oh, you know, why are you nerfing, you know, affliction warlocks into the ground? We don't want, and the response from their lead designer was, we don't want you to play affliction warlock. That is the approach. Wild took is maybe they meant it as a joke, but at the same time, now people are, you know, a lot of people at the time would be like, oh, that's a joke. Whereas now people are like, that's not how you treat your fan base. You know, yeah, to you, that may have been a joke, but, you know, you're basically dissing on your fan base. So, yeah, yeah. whereas Final Fantasy XIV never really takes that approach. They always, they're, you know, and some of it could be culturally as well. I mean, they're, they're very much in, you know, I mean, Yoshi P will come out and state, I am sorry. I mean, he was crying when he had to do the delay because they want to try and make the server stable, which they did do. As I said, the servers have been stable if you're able to get in. Yeah, it's nice to see someone make the delay for a reason and that reason hold up. <laughs> yeah, the the reason I of think the, he took uh, way too much black on himself for that delay. He really should have just been like, 
it's a week, guys. Chill. <laughs> but whatever. Yeah. Well, well, I, I think a lot of it came down to the fact that people, you know, because of th- Thanksgiving, p- people were taking PTO, you know, putting yeah. time off and whatnot. Yeah. And because of holiday schedules, a lot of workplaces. Yeah, you're right. I guess I don't allow you to yeah. change it. Yeah. yeah. And, and some of it, too, is in Japan, you know, if something goes wrong, it it's not like, oh, something goes wrong, it goes downhill type of thing. They, I mean, it's kind of like Tales of Zestiria when the produce, director or producer of that, you know, put out Tales of Zestiria. No one liked the game. He was, he, he was let go because it is the top guy's responsibility for everything below him. Unlike here in America, unlike where it's the top Activision guy. Blizzard, <laughs> unlike Activision Blizzard, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Although that right, had some interesting. Moving on. So that had interesting news. Have you enjoyed week, what I you played? Know. Have you enjoyed what you played? Yes, I am thoroughly enjoying what I'm playing. Um, I've seen two of the zones so far, which is, um, and these two zones were in one of the fan fests, which is Labyrinthos and Thavnir. Uh, Thavnir, very beautiful. Um, loved, loved the music. Um, some are very any, interesting. Are there any equivalents of ah uh, yeah, yeah of <laughs> of, of <Aya> songs <laughs> of lahi lahi yeah <laughs> uh not yet not yet okay um, so and uh, they de- they did and they took sort of the same route that they did at the beginning of Shadowbringers where you kind of go to these two zones to do a little bit but you're going to be coming back to those zones yeah. later to do more okay. So definitely, we so, still running around the map collecting um, wind points so you can fly. Yes, All and right. they actually no and they actually <laughs> they actually moved your aether compass. What? It is no longer in your key items. <gasps> Where is it? It is now under duty under collections. Okay. Do I care? <laughs> if you want to find your aether points, I'm putting yes. it on the bar either way. <laughs> Well, the thing is, it's removed from the bar, so you'd have to put it back on your bar. Oh my god, how dare Because <laughs> it's no longer an item. I need a compass to find my compass. <laughs> yeah, trust me, a lot of people have. Like, so, so Someone finally mentioned it, and it's like, oh, that's where it is, okay. So, <laughs> Where's my ether compass? It's a bug, it's a... been removed! Like, guys, it's, it's in your other bag. Oh. In this other location, yeah. It's, it, <laughs> but, uh, I mean... Um, they did not. Infer- the the only downside that I have I I can say like is is like oh they really needed to do this was they did not increase the glamour dresser again. What's so you're mean? still stuck at 400 glamour items in your glamour dresser. Oh okay. Sorry, I, I don't collect glamours. I'm at three. I'm I'm at like 399. Oh jeez. <laughs> <laughs> so right up against it. <laughs> I have three retainers with nothing but armor and weapons on them. Because <laughs> I don't craft, so I don't have to worry about all the crafting reagents. No, I have I have three characters with nothing but armors and weapons that I may use for glamours. How do you get money to point. buy all this stuff if you don't craft? <sighs> I've oh, ran. I understood a... how this works. Well, all the stuff I have is from like drops. I don't oh, tend. Okay. Okay. So uh, drops or tombstones or from doing the lion's raids or all that. I don't, so I, that's where I get all my stuff. Make my me house get back into 14, Tam. Stop it. It's, it's a good game. I know. I need to finish Shadowbringers. 
Um, I have not tested out to see if the data center um, cross data center thing works now. Okay. Um, only because of the How fact I don't know. Supposed to work. It's supposed to be where like I'm on Crystal. I'm on Diablos on Crystal. I could pop over and join you on Leviathan. <gasps> Ooh, it probably doesn't to... work at all right now with all the cues. <laughs> I I don't know. I have not tried. It, it probably not a good thing to go trying right now. No. <laughs> But I, but instead of maybe it works lucky, great, and that's what the what's magic about it. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, at the same time, that would be cool. But now, I and as I said, I mentioned my server queue queue of four thousand. I've heard of a few servers having queues of over ten. My word. Yeah. So, and unfortunately, I mean, it really comes 10 down or to ten thousand, as in ten thousand. Oh, okay. All right. Because ten's not so bad. That should be like a second or two. Yeah, no, it's ten <laughs> ten thousand people in queue, and and again, it just comes down to they couldn't get the servers to increase yeah, yeah, worlds. Yeah, yeah. There's just shortages of everything now. Even the cloud, there's a shortage of the cloud. There's a shortage of good MMOs apparently too. <laughs> <laughs> that too. <laughs> Thanks, Blizzard. <laughs> So, but that, but that's really the only two things I've been playing in the last couple of weeks. Um, well, I'll take up your time. That's good stuff. Yeah, no, I mean, they. I mean, I, I did I play? I want to say I jumped into something else, but it wasn't really anything of note. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I let Wheels beat me up in Street Fighter Five. That's about it. That works. Because I'm terrible, <laughs> and I legitimately am terrible at Street Fighter Five. Uh, I'm not think a, either of us are going to be much better. Yeah. yeah, my my best fighter is Dark Stalkers three because I can play Felicia and Felicia's super fast and a jumpy character, and that's how I play them. Then you lose, and it's like bye, Felicia. <laughs> so, but that, that that other than that, that's really well, been it for me. Let us hit our question of the week then, which was, "What did you get on Black Friday?" And the answers we got come in. Oh. Josh, you're the oh. first responder. Yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't know. I, I didn't know if I was going to be on, so I was like putting it in the putting it in the feedback. Um, so I, I grabbed Guardians of the Galaxy and Tales of Arise, which are half off, and uh, Astral Chain, which was like cheap on. It was like a weird thing where it was on uh, GameStop, but it was like a digital thing for like twenty bucks. So I'm like, all right, whatever, grab that. And then uh, because I have no self-control, I also managed to grab an OLED switch. But that wasn't on. There was no sale there. It was just managed to get one. Well, from watching Wheels play Guardians of the Galaxy, that looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. That's that. It's supposed to be good. I mean, you know, it's the same dev team that did uh, the remakes of Deus Ex. So, like, I, you know, good credit. Good pedigree. Those remakes. So. Those are new Deus Ex. Games. Well, new Deus Ex games. Sorry, not remakes. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, I'm looking for... I put that on my Christmas list, so I couldn't buy it, but I totally would have. Yeah, yeah. And and, and we already and know... Whoever's playing with Legos or a pen or something, can you stop? That's me, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> like, I'm playing with things noise? on my desk. It's, sorry, Someone it's has, I can just imagine the person at home like, make it stop, make it stop, make it stop, make it stop. <laughs> <laughs> so that's for you, person at home. Um. Yeah. So, Astral Chain. You finally picked up Astral Chain, Josh. You got Guardians. Wait. So, have you played any of this? 
Oh, no. hell no. No, okay. No, of course not. Like, of course not. talk about it, so... I just bought it, Chris. Like, I had time. <laughs> what did you get, Sam? Um, yeah, I'm I'm down lower on the list. So um, I got lucky in that Black Friday actually fell on a paycheck this year. <laughs> or the, and, Is that lucky or is that unlucky? No, that was... <laughs> well, he doesn't get to eat this week, but he got stuff on Black Friday. <laughs> no, I got food, too. Because I, I, remember, the stuff the uh, the stuff broke at work so i was working like nine hour days Ooh, busting, busting my hump so it was it so i had like I've, i had a hundred i had a hundred hour paycheck going into black friday nice with the on-call pay too so i mean i had i had a very nice paycheck so uh i was able i picked up uh death and rebirth i because uh i had beaten the second one during october or maybe early November and just really enjoyed it despite how creepy it was. Um, so I was like, I want to try the first one because uh, whoever had reviewed the second one said the first one was better. So I'm like, if I really enjoyed the second one, I probably will really enjoy the first one too. Um, and then I picked up street fighter five mostly. So wheels can, you know, slap me around. <laughs> I mean, I do like the street fighter games. I'm just not good at playing competitive against other people in fighting games so but i do enjoy i do in good enjoy fighting games well, I well just, that's a, it's a huge time commitment to actually be good at them these days especially online <laughs> yeah and and i also don't play them against my wife yeah oh, I, I learned no she gets she gets mad when she loses ah. and, this, and it's not like she gets mad throwing controller no it's, it's she gets mad and throws the controller at you <laughs> But she, she she does enjoy a good fighter too, and then I also picked up uh, Trails in the Sky uh, first chapter. Um, oh, okay. Did you get that on, on PC or? Yeah, I picked I picked up. Well, I have the PSP version somewhere. Yeah. But I figured I might as well just pick up the the uh, Steam version. That way, I have more ready ready access to it, and I don't have to worry about an exploding battery. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Steam version's the best version of it anyway, if you can, you know, like, if you're someone who can play it on PC, that's the best version. They, like, put took all the HD assets that they made for the PS3 remake in Japan and kind of, like, shoved them into the PC version. So it looks, you know, it is the best-looking version of that game. So PC's the way to go if you if you like PC. Yeah, well, it's it's... Do I like PC? No, I'm a console gamer. I use the PC because the console is constantly used by my son for Dragon Quest Builders 2. <laughs> and he's still out there building T-Rex. A lot of T-Rexes. All the T-Rex. Well, well, when your choice is between PC or PSP, like that that makes it a little bit different. <laughs> that also the- helps, yeah. Yeah. So so I'm I'm looking forward to doing that. Um because I had started um Trails of Cold Steel one several months ago, but um, I kind of stepped off of it because I was using a guide so I could 100%, which I have no issue with, but I didn't have two monitors at the moment. Mm, yeah. But I installed a second monitor now, too. Yeah, yeah, that's one thing about about Trails. If you're trying to 100% it in one go, yeah, you probably ought to just go ahead and follow a guide because there are all of the games have like missable side quests and missable items. Some of the side quests have like very short time frames that you can like go and do them in. So you, there's, it's 
extremely hard to 100% without a guide, at least first time through. Yeah, and I figured, um, you know, at least even if I'm not going to play it right away, at least go ahead and get it while it was, I mean, mm-hmm. I think it was like 10 bucks on sale this during the Black Friday stuff. So, so I mean, that's, I also picked up some DLC for some other games, but, uh, but yeah, pick it up for 10 bucks and at least start building that collection because once we get those because the two crossbell games are getting trans official translation releases correct yes they're coming uh i think starting next year yeah so i might as so i figured you know start build getting the collection together so i can play them in the appropriate order so i'm not completely lost in some (laughs) aspects when i go to cold steel 3 is i believe the one that needs the crossbell games yeah well that that's where it starts kind of like yeah crossing over because the the first two Cold Steel games kind of overlap with the, in time frame with the Crossbell games. They're they're mm-hmm. happening roughly at the same time, and so yeah, Cold Steel three is happening after uh, the events of Crossbell. So that that's where you start getting the 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 characters kind of crossing over. Okay, it okay. works. You can play through Cold Steel without. I mean, obviously, I mean that's the way they came out here in the West. It's fine. It's designed for that. But, you know, like you, you there are, you know, little little things and storylines that you kind of miss out on in Cold Steel if you hadn't played Crossbell. So I'm right. but and I think my wife picked up some stuff, but it's stuff she'd enjoy. So I, I really don't know offhand. It's fine. I need to stop playing with things on my desk. Yeah. Platinum three picked up got SMT Nocturne and Xenoblade Chronicles Definitive Edition for twenty five dollars each. Then because I was forced to it, to adult, I remodeled both bathrooms, purchased a new armoire for all the towels and linens. Wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that was a good deal on Definitive Edition for like 25 bucks. I, I remember was, seeing I that. You were and I was like, me about the towel deal, and I was like, oh, well, that, that's also some. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> like, I need an armoire. Yeah. <laughs> Squiggly Leo says, I ordered physical copies of the Spyro trilogy and Blasphemous on PS4 and Link's Awakening on Switch. I also bought $10 worth of digital indies on Switch. Far, Lone Sales, Telltale Batman 2, and Phantom Doctrine. Then finally, Paul Wall 217 picked up Xenoblade, Astral Change, Astral Chain, excuse me, and Scarlet Nexus. Cool. We didn't come up with a new question of the week, guys. No, we didn't. We messed up. This is what we do when yeah. we don't have supervision. Yeah, no supervision. No one telling us. Uh, um, 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 um. Uh, are we putting it off or are we th- coming up with something on the spot? did your... Money go no. Um, that's how I feel after this black. <laughs> um. Yeah, all right, we'll come back to that. <laughs> let's let's get into the news. Beep 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 beep. Thank you for beep? that intro. <laughs> Certainly. First off, we have news about Bravely Default's upcoming mobile game. That's right, you heard it here. Honestly, it's not a gotcha. <laughs> Uh, it's a free-to-play game. It's got to be something. Oh, yeah. It's, it's going to have something, but it's not going to be gotcha. <laughs> Stories written by a guy who wrote the uh, scenario for the previous titles in the series. The music's by Revo, Bravely Default, and Bravely Default 2 fame. And uh, combat includes the Brave and Default action. So it says, it promises, no character gotchas and features returning characters from across the series. So we'll they, see they what swear. they charge you for. Are we going back to an energy mechanic? Oh, boy. Must be. I, I mean, like, well, what else could, are they going to do? They got to make well, money. Well, they could either do the energy mechanic, or 
they can do no because that's still be a gotcha even if it was because yeah. uh, yeah. i think they specifically say it's not going to be a character gotcha oh so it could yeah, be equipment yeah, gotchas yeah, it could, be, a, it could be just an equipment gotcha. That's oh, that's you're, terrible. You're, you're, you're right. They are very specifically no character gotchas. That's so it could be terrible. some other gotcha. I didn't even think about that. So well, most most people most people get more upset about the character gotchas uh-huh. than equipment gotchas. They, yeah, yeah. Okay. But the point is, it's an aggressive money. Uh, the model. It's I'm, the economic I'm, model that's the problem, I'm, not what they're giving you. Okay, never mind. No, yeah, not, not arguing that. Name one. of the game not, is not, Bravely not. Default Brilliant Lights. It'll be coming out on iOS and Android in Japan. No release date. No idea if it's coming out in the West. I assume it will. But... Uh, yeah, I would think so. And there's a bunch of trailers and character trailers up on the website to look at yeah. if you're interested. Oh, and real quick, um, we mi- uh, I missed this in the chat, but... Yuna six seven eight seven six mentioned that they picked up Sophie one, uh, uh, probably Atelier Sophie one in prep for Sophie two next year. Nice, yeah, good, good for you. All right, uh, we have some other news. Uh, Spike Chunsoft sent out some screenshots for their upcoming Made in Abyss binary star falling into darkness, which is an action RPG based on the manga and anime series called Made in Abyss. It'll be coming out for PC, PS4, and Switch in twenty twenty two. And you can go check out the screenshots right now on the site. Okay, for a moment, I thought this full title was the name of the anime because there are some long names for animes these days. Mm-hmm. This looks My, like a cute one. I wonder if the anime is any good. Uh, it, it, it's a cute one, but it's about where they send like little uh, little kids into a mine to like. It, it's basically oh, about child so is this where slave our, labor. Is this where our iPhone batteries come from? <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So it looks cute, but it's kind of dark. We're in this picture, and I hate it. Okay, so I'm closing this Made in Abyss story because that's making me depressed now. Hyperdimension Neptunia Sisters versus Sisters has been announced. This is a new Hyperdimension Neptunia game. It's being developed for PS4 and PS5. It's going to come out in Japan on April 21st, 2022. It stars the younger sisters from the main series, and uh, they're upset that there's a new smartphone model that's taking off all their gaming space, so go do you know, the normal brand of hijinks and comedy that would be in Neptunia. So you go watch a trailer and some screenshots. It's all Japanese at this point. So um, just a heads up if you're into that series that there's a new one coming. I'm very, I'm very excited by this. Sisters versus (laughs) sister. Hyperdimension Neptunia. Because, yes, all all praise to Neptunia. All right. Udawari Ramono's got a new series or new game coming out for it. That's right. The latest entry in Underwater Ray Romano is the game called Monochrome Mobius Tokino Taika, and its released is planned for 2022. Um, and uh, they we have like no details other no. than they 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 literally just like showed a little teaser bit, so and that was it. Details have been revealed, including platforms, but we don't have the platforms here, so I don't know what it's coming out for. <laughs> um. <laughs> Or maybe we don't have platforms. Yeah, I, I guess I don't understand our story here. But um, you'll surely not stream. There'll be an archive of that stream later. Maybe it'll have subtitles if we're lucky. Otherwise, you, if you know someone, someone will do some reporting where they translate all the news. So anyway, point is new underwater Ramamano game coming. Be excited for next year, um, at least for Japan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Dying, it'll come here. Dying Everything Light comes here 2 now. had a pair of stories. So let's see. They they throw up some some videos, Hello. you know, promoting di- the new game. 
right? Like some dev dev interviews, and then they had like a fifteen minute uh, playthrough segment that you yeah. can watch through. Watch a playthrough of like one little side quest. I think. If you forgot, Dying Light Two comes out for PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X and S, as well as Nintendo Switch as a cloud based title on February fourth, twenty twenty two. It's a story driven open world action RPG. It's got zombies, and so I don't care at all about it. But if you care, <laughs> come watch the videos on the site because that this is for you. <laughs> do you do you not care because it's cloud based, or do you not care because it's zombies? Oh, zombies! Of course, I wouldn't play a game like this on the Switch. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I'd play if I was gonna go all in. I want like the full. I want zombies breathing down my backside. Like I want surround sound for that. Which is another reason why I will never play it because Anne will never let me play a game like that with sound on in the house at that level. Oh yeah, like, she would she, be. She, very she doesn't scared. want to hear zombies breathing in my in my ear. So <laughs> I still think I should have picked up Resident Evil Eight and played it. Oh, <laughs> with, man. Headphones, with headphones, really? with headphones, with oh, okay, headphones. Okay. I, I can't. Again, the the same surround sound rules would apply. So, um, I assume I she wouldn't let you. She wouldn't watch Village. It's so silly looking. I want to play it. It's <laughs> the Village just looks goofy. Or yeah, village, yeah, eight, whatever eight is. Eight looks goofy. Yeah, <laughs> with the with the giant uh, person that's chasing you, you know, yes. like yeah, all the memes. All right, and she's all, and she's only the first boss. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's nothing. She's nothing on the scale of ridiculousness that happens in that game, from what I understand. Um, and oh yeah, no, there's some. I, I've I, um, Rosar, a streamer I watch a lot. He he was playing this on his stream, and then at one point he's playing it. I'm like, dude, there's a guy down to your left. He's like, what? Where? Oh, there it is. <laughs> like down across the bridge. But yeah, there's there's some weird stuff in that game. It's there. Like I'm not saying their storytelling is bad, but they have some. They go some really off the wall. I, I guess I don't understand what the guy across the bridge. How was that zany? It was. It was just some monster, oh, some okay. like gargoyle. But he didn't. He was like, I hear this. I hear it, but I can't, can't see, see it. It's like, and I saw maybe the just brightness going back was too forward. dark on his screen. Perhaps. <laughs> no, it was. I think it was just. It wasn't where he was looking. Oh, okay. Well, cool. But Dragon Quest Ten. Is still not coming to the West. Sorry. But I had to put another story in the lineup this week just so we can say, darn you, Square! Bring this out here! <laughs> they showed more screenshots of the offline version. You know, the version that wouldn't require Square to spin up any servers at all for this game. Especially since they can't get any for Final Fantasy XIV. We're not going to get it because the localization would take too much time and money. But It's still sad. <sighs> Dragon Quest X offline... They showed off Puku Land. I want to go play in Puku Land, but I'm not going to get to. So they've already got like expand. I guess they're going to release all the different expansions as separate games, essentially. No, I I thought it came. I don't know. I don't know. The they said this was it, just the first arc. Out. So in, yeah. in the in the original interview, they said it was just the first arc. Yeah. It's coming out in Japan mean, in spring of 2022 for PC, PS4, PS5, and Switch. Well, <sighs> hey, you can you could probably import it. I don't I don't read Japanese. It's a point. lot of text. I don't speak <laughs> it either. <laughs> hey, if I can learn from Super Robot Wars, you can learn from Super Robot Wars. I don't Wars. think anyone should learn Japanese from Super Robot Wars. I have a feeling that's going to really shape your vocabulary in some very interesting ways. Well, I'm saying reading it. I'm not saying. 
gonna sound like an anime villain by the time you're done. All right, Thirteen Sentinels: Aegis Rim gets a Switch release, and everyone's talking like, "Oh, we got to play this again," and I don't understand why because it's a visual novel. It's gonna be the same experience on the Switch. You you played it already, but whatever. So if you haven't and you wanted it portably, it's a pretty good story, honestly. So go check that out. Be excited. Coming out for um the Switch on April twelfth, twenty twenty two, and April fourteenth, twenty twenty two. Um, so twelfth is North America and Europe. Fourteenth is Japan, and you go pick that up. Pick that up. Go watch the announcement trailer where you can see basically the same. You know, it's the same trailers you've seen before, but this time with a bunch of award logos on it because it's won all these awards from last year. Yeah, and I'm I'm really excited for that one because it being like near the end of the PS4, it sort of really it's flew under the games. I know it's still getting games, but technically it's the end of the PS4. Oh, whatever. So, but end life. It's in its end life. Uh huh. It's in the end so, game. We're in the end game in, now, PS4. <laughs> but, but yeah, no, it. it All I want to know is there a, a cat plushie coming out for this thing? Uh, yeah. Was was it there? Oh, was wasn't it Kelly story? trying to get it? I, I hope so. I, I I don't know. That would be a question for Vaughn, but Vaughn's with Kelly. Like, does the cat plushie come with AI inserted? No, never mind. I'm getting too much into the game story. All right, Pathfinder: Wrath of the Righteous. Had some free DLC. Normally, I wouldn't cover the story, but I'm about to start playing Pathfinder Wrath of the Righteous. So this is, you all get to suffer through it for this me. This is for you. Owlcat <laughs> <laughs> Games and Meta Publishing has got two pieces of free DLC. Um, one's adding new character customization options, including new portraits, war paint, and hair colors. Yawn. Meanwhile, Love Beyond Death adds a new side quest to Chapter 5, okay, which takes them to the Bears Mall Shrine, okay, where they investigate a denial a demonic invasion that took place during a wedding. Ooh, are they going for this oh. Game of Thrones vibe there? Game of Th- well, I guess that was. Well, demonic, I mean, considering JC Servant's still playing this and yep. uh, and he's over a hundred hours, I don't think he. I don't think the game maybe needs free DLC because it sounds it, like whatever. it's already beefy. Maybe it was part of their Kickstarter. I don't know. So I don't know any details about it, but more DLC that wasn't as exciting of DLC announcements as I'd hoped. But hey, extra quest is always good. So good all right hard to complain when it's free yeah exactly yeah i can't complain it's more hairstyles that i'll get to make use of because i'll be about to make a character um i gotta figure out if i'm gonna do what jc servant recommends doing which is mostly make a character make all your own characters yourself but i always love to get the story from from companions but like you can also make cool looking characters i don't know all right I'll 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 stress about that. You guys don't need to worry about that. You want you want news, so I've got it. Triangle strategy introduced a bunch of characters, and no, I'm not going to read through all the 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 very boring lore backgrounds of these characters in Triangle Strategy RPG. But yeah, I, you don't even need to name them. Okay, why? Because there's I mean they, this is just like some of the characters. This oh yeah, oh yeah. There's there's going to be tons. I mean yeah. it's a it's one of these big. Uh, you know, uh, Final Fantasy Tactics inspired tactics games. It's going to be, uh, hopefully it's going to be good. It still well, looks good. You can come and read the summary on our site. Go to rpgamer.com, find the story about Triangle Strategy characters. You can check it out there where you can read about Triangle Strategy is set 30 years after a great conflict called the Salt Iron War that ended in an uneasy truth truce between the major three nations on the continent of Norzelia, Glenbrook, Eisfrost 
and Hyzanta. I don't know if that's how you pronounce them, but anyway, so <laughs> it goes on. It's giving background and stuff, and there's a little video that kind of shows all these things off, but it's in Japanese, so you can't read it or understand yeah. it. So go check that out if you're into triangle strategy. Um, unfortunately, all the stuff I'm interested in is, you know, like, how does this play? It doesn't answer, and I know that there's a demo I could just play, or at least there was, but that's no fun either. <laughs> <laughs> it probably is fun, but I you, you can't I, be satisfied, Chris. I I can't. I actually should be satisfied with the demo answer, shouldn't I? All right. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, I take I was, that I was back. I'm going to tell I, you there is a demo. There's a demo. I should just play the demo, and then I'll know, and I should shut up. But it's not the final form because they keep changing things based on feedback for the demo. So there you go. Which is something I want them to do. And speaking of things I want to have people do, here's another one. You know, back when they released that joke of a of an Alexa game for Skyrim, mm-hmm. where where it was like really not a legitimate role playing game that you play on Alexa, but it was enough that it was funny to just do the thing with Alexa and have her say things, and then tell her you eat all the cheese and whatever. Um, yeah, they're doing a someone's doing a real game on Alexa from the the Bard's Tale, no less. The Bard's Tale Warlocks of Large Fearn from Wan- Wanderword and In Exile Entertainment um, is going to be on Alexa. And you you just talk to your Alexa to make decisions. And it is going to be kind of like, uh, it's going to be a role-playing game and it's voice controlled. And if you have an Alexa show, they'll show you some character artwork as well as a summary of your, your choices that you can make on the screen, which is cool. Mm-hmm. Um thus proving the the first time there's been value in owning an alexa show ever (laughs) um or an echo show but uh if you but even if you don't have that you just talk to her and you know theater the mind this whole thing and it's kind of like a adventure game uh choices so you get to choose am i going to go north am i going to go west am i going to look at this talk to someone use something pick up something so I don't really know if it's an RPG. Maybe you go up levels and stuff, so that that works. But it looks more like an adventure game. But there is combat, so yeah, this should be interesting. How, see how it plays out. I'm sure my wife is going to play it. She says yes, and um, the curiosity factor is just going to get you. Yeah, and she and, likes audiobooks and laying in bed and playing things without you know having to have her brain on high. So like, yeah, but the the one problem would be is you're going to be laying there with her, and she all you're going to hear is move left. No, <laughs> the other left, <laughs> Alexa, left, Alexa, move. I said hit the left. <laughs> blue, 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 blue. Oh, that's a little brain brain yeah, brain training humor for you. All right, I said talk to the innkeeper. <laughs> You realize you kill is... the innkeeper. No. <laughs> <laughs> so you real and unfortunately you know I'm right. <laughs> I do know you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe the Echo Show is the right way to play it because you can just tap on the right answer. All right. <laughs> Zel is an upcoming game that looks to be going for an action adventure Zelda vibe, and they've got some videos you can check out on the site right now. Um, it's not coming out till 2022. It's going to come out for PC, PS5, Xbox Series X and S, and Switch. And you could go check it out. Looks like a they're really just going for that Zelda vibe. So run Very around, so. kill enemies, get hearts, and all that sort of thing. So go check that out. See if it's your cup of tea. Um, Kingdoms of Amalur, you know the game that just won't die, <laughs> but, like Skyrim. Yeah, they had the re reckoning. 
um, which you know was a remake of of Kingdoms of Lamalur and putting it on modern platforms. And now they're going to have an expansion. Yep. Isn't this isn't this expansion like supposedly should have been part of the original game oh, cycle? Sure. But probably, then, yeah. Anyway, but then the company went bu- bu- bust. Oh yeah, the things went real bad. Um, <laughs> let's not get into that because that's a that's nope, a two nope. hours podcast in itself. Fates Warren had uh, is the expansion that's coming. It's uh, twenty bucks for the expansion or a bundle with the original game for fifty five. Um, it features a new storyline. Um, with a new environment, multiple new quests and missions, new Chaos Realm dungeons, and a new game lane mechanic, new equipment, and new enemies. I need to go ask Mistiana, former owner of the site, if they're going to pick this up. Um, it involves a new threat to Amalur from the icy, icy lands of Mithros as the god of Chaos to Logris awakens and starts gathering new followers. Can't make this stuff up, folks. Uh, <laughs> you can go check it out um, on our site and see some of the trailer stuff. If you want something older that's um le- not being like remade, no, I guess it's being nope. That transition just failed entirely. Dot Hack GU is getting a re-release. Now it's coming to Switch. Yep, it's coming to Switch. It's called Last Recode. It's got a collection of the three Dot Hack GU titles: Vol One Rebirth, Vol Two Reminisce, and Vol Three Redemption. Which, if I understand it, these are actually really expensive games to buy right now, right? Right, right. So this is this is going to tank that market and or just give you an option oh, to probably play. it won't take the market you know you know what the the use the old game market is like these I days thought we learned that that game market was artificially inflated by people who were manipulating it so like shouldn't the prices go down now oh whatever. thank they, they never go down <laughs> and now there's a new fourth chapter coming with this so you get a fourth game i guess and yeah uh, yeah it was it was on the pc and ps4 oh release. this already came out okay yeah so this yeah. is all right so then we already know it didn't affect the price of the games. Correct. Because <laughs> it came out and didn't affect the price of the games. All right, so this is a Switch port of that thing from the PC and PS4 from 2017. So it's been four years since the re-release of .hack GU. Now I'm mm-hmm. feeling really old because I'm sitting there like, man, I should get around to play the first .hack sign game. Nope. <laughs> nope. No You're curse. probably better off just not to. <laughs> Although I do remember the time I was watching a friend play it, and he got a drop in the game yeah. that was not in the strategy guide. Well, that just means the strategy guide's a problem. Well, considering this was like a bonus dungeon at the um, after the game itself. Also, I think they did. I think Prima did those guides, and Prima guides kind of were spotty That's at best good, at yeah. the time. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. That's not a sign of bad quality of the game. It's a sign of bad quality of the strategy guide. Anyway, it's dot hack. I I still want the, uh, I want like the dot hack, um, the dot hack Kai release where they, they condense everything, clean up, remove optional filler stuff, assuming there was any in the animes and give you like a concise, easy to follow anime with like the whole storyline and you can understand it and and watch it and have fun with it and not worry about playing old games that aren't fun to play and, anymore and not have to play like 600 hour rpgs yeah yeah that <laughs> it's slightly daunting also also not having to play rp uh, your you know single player rpgs that play like an mmo yeah i i still want some of those that are good that has to be Aren't there good ones of those? Are there good ones of those? 
I thought dot hack, hack was the good one. Yeah. Dot hack yeah. to you. Yeah, well, okay. the, dot hack to use. Um, I, I supposedly some of the Sword Art Online ones are okay, but I, I thought don't, the dot hack to you games kind of reviewed in the middling sort of way. All right, four out of five for this remake, said Adrian. So all right, but I can't play GU because I never played the first series. <laughs> oh no, you're stuck in that. I don't one, know huh? what happened with Bear and um. Sora? I don't know. Whatever the character's name is. I don't know. I've actually read up spoilers of the original Dot .hack series and have forgotten them already. That's how long it's been. Are, are there anime that. adaptations of the first? I mean, I know there are anime Dot .hacks. No, I think they they're re- not adaptations. No, the, they're separate. The, <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> yeah, no, the, the, so, so, here's how it went. Is, so here's how it went. There was an anime. Then there was a the games with the anime tie-in DVDs that came with them. I own both. And then there was a new like manga series, and I don't know if they did an anime adaptation where someone won a skin from the hero of the hero from the games, but that skin is not legit, and somehow it's still in the world. So that's what that manga is based off of. And then after that, I think is more stuff. And I lo- I I stopped caring after. Then that GU manga comes series. along, and and oh god, yeah. And there's Dot Hack, um, Little Sailing. No, Dot Hack, the web comic. I don't. There's so many Dot Hack. I wanna I wanna compare. You know, I bet you it's not as complicated as the Kingdom Hearts timeline, but I feel like it should be. No, it's not as complicated because at least the timeline for Dot Hack is all pretty much in. There is a legit order where nothing like convolutes each other going back in time stuff. Oh, and Kingdom Hearts keeps rewriting history. Mm-hmm. Solving mysteries. Wait, no. That's wrong Disney influence. All right. Um, okay. That's Dot Hack. Dot Hack. Dot Hack conglomerate. And then project dot oh, there's two projects of dot hacks. Oh gosh, you're going down the dark hat, the oh, dot hack hole. <laughs> no, I don't want this. I want to turn this off. I'm turning this off. Someone tell me the right way to do dot hack, um, which is probably not to do dot hack at this point. But confirm it for me, please. Write in. That's our question of the week. What's the right way to do dot hack? <laughs> I like it. What's the right way to consume the dot hack? polymorphic content um um, excellent polymorphic content uh i need another word um environment offerings offerings library i know polymorphic content is a square enix thing but i think it applies here since it's the same concept of one story told across every freaking medium we can make money on all right Paper Mario is coming out on Switch Online next week. Who's excited for bad uh, N64 games on your Switch? Uh, yay. <laughs> now, someone's going to hear that and think I'm saying Paper Mario is a bad N64 game. I'm, of course, not saying that. I assume yeah, I you know say. that it is a bad N64 game. However, what I'm actually referring to here is the emulation of the N64. I hear is a little lacking on Nintendo Switch Online. So that, That's been the story i haven't paid for the expansion packs i don't have personal experience i have no desire for any of the games on the expansion pack so i'm not paying for it either um i am a thousand year door i prefer that vastly to paper mario i know a lot of people disagree with me on that i'm okay with it um i'm going to say be 
be excited that it's coming if you're really into it, but don't get your hopes too high because this version of it may not be the best. <laughs> and uh, that's all I got for you. So that's coming on December 10th. So Yeah. <sighs> Thinner Mario, bigger adventure. That's what the box art says. Remember, this is the first Paper Mario. All right. PlayStation Plus is getting a Game Pass competitor. And you're going to say, but they already had one. It was called PlayStation Now. Well, now they're yeah. combining it with PlayStation Plus into one service, kind of like Ultimate Game Pass. And now there'll be one thing to subscribe to that will likely be more expensive than the other two things combined. Correct. And <laughs> it, will, um, <laughs> it will get you a bunch of benefits that you may not have wanted to begin with. So exactly that's the plan so just so you know i will totally be signing up for this because that's the sort of broken (laughs) mind i have (laughs) like this is aimed at me like i need to own all the things in an easy to consume subscription service where i don't actually own a thing that's perfect (laughs) for me that's the future i embrace our dystopian uh cyberpunk future i'm totally into it um (laughs) so so, ghost in the shell is, is your world yep you got it. Ghost in the Shell, um, Cyberpunk 2077. No, wait, it's not that broken. Um, <laughs> Shadowrun. Shadowrun's the world I think of more. But um, yeah, there we go. The service codenamed Spartacus will allow PlayStation owners to pay a monthly fee for access to a catalog of modern and classic games. And uh, it, it's basically just combining PlayStation Now into Plus. But, you know, like... So Everyone has kind to, of forgotten that now exists. So, this so do you get to more. download games? Is the question? Is that you can already on now? <laughs> oh <laughs> right, see, yeah, no you one can. Needs to be yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um. So this is really just adding the online play component to the subscription service. If they're mm-hmm. smart, it actually costs less than now, but who knows? Or the same price as now, but has the online built in. See, I don't we'll want now at all because you're basically just renting the game. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm, I'm a fan of Game Pass though. It's really good. So like, but but the difference is is that Xbox is also giving you like their brand new first party titles day right. and date. So on Game Pass. obviously, if this doesn't come with a redo of how the Now service works and have a lot more relevant current games and third party games and relevant new releases coming day one to the service, unless they do that, this is a flop out the gate that fails. Period. Yeah, yeah. it can't just be Now. Um, it's, because it's, Now it's is, based... is not interesting. <laughs> yeah, it basically seems like they're. Tr- it's almost sounding almost Stadia-ish, but not as. But the difference is, you're not paying full price for the game still. Well, I mean, Stadia yeah, it, it still needs to worst. be. It needs to be focused primarily on the download experience. They can keep the cloud stuff if they want, but that needs to be an option. But primarily, the the top tier games need to be downloadable, so you play locally, and they need to be current, like top tier games. And 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 they need to keep it coming regularly. That's how X. Yeah. That's how Game Pass has established itself. If they do that, I'm thrilled to subscribe to both consoles and never buy a console game again. Like that, I'm fine with that. I can't keep up with my collections. You know this, so I'll just play whatever's available right now. That's fine for me as long as the selection stays good. And if it stops staying good, instead of thinking, "Well, you've ruined the industry," no, I'll just I'll stop subscribing to this collection that's not staying good. And then go back to buying games from the, you know, it's fine. Um, also, my PC's over here and I can still play games there. So, anyway, um, I think this is good news on the whole. It'll be, it remains to be see if Sony can execute on it because that has been issues <laughs> for them lately. Um, but, you know, that these things come and go. And they're, 
game companies do well, then they do poor, then they do well again. So we'll see if this it, is them it doing ju- well. It just keeps not. happening where the, the, the ones who get into first place get arrogant and yeah. kind of screw things up, and then they end up in last place, and then they have to fix things. <laughs> So that's why um, that's why that's why Game Pass good. is so good on Xbox. This is a competition you know? working. Oh, yeah. Unless you're not a fan of the subscription model, in which case I don't have good news for you because. It's going is, to go that way. This is how it's going. And while I, I do feel like a digital only future was inevitable, the subscription only future, I didn't feel that way about. So this is interesting. Now, I'm I've decided I'm OK with it, but I can totally understand if you're not. <laughs> well, it, I mean, it depends on your income level, really. Like, yeah, and and that's the thing that uh, subs- they're going to eventually. There's just going to be too many subscriptions. Like, think about it. Right now, you have Hulu, Paramount, yeah. NBC. Hey, did you know Netflix. for all these things, except with Game Pass and and PlayStation, because I know how this is going to work. You're going to end up buying the the cards that give you a year of subscription on discount once or twice a year. Because that's what we do as gamers. We look for the the half-off deal, and so we buy the year-long subscription. For those other services, though, where they don't do that, like your Hulu, do you know you can unsubscribe and like not watch those services for multiple months and then resubscribe, watch a show, and then unsubscribe again? It's wild, right? <laughs> Who would do that? It saves you a ton of money. So I, I totally recommend it. That, that's what I do. That's what I do every year for uh, for football. I subscribe for like three months and then i then i can it and i don't come back for nine months you can do that for football where you are you, you can do that with uh, like no i get youtube tv oh okay i see what yeah you're, okay. but but that, but what i what i was getting at is there's so many subscriptions for services yeah. any you know and anymore uh-huh. to keep up on these shows or games or, or movies or anything like that you either have to be subscribed for a whole bunch of them and people and it's going to get to a point where people are going, I mean, that's kind of why you see people sort of picking and choosing is because they don't have the money. Yeah. And And I I, I totally recommend running a spreadsheet and keeping track of what you're subscribed to and trying to minimize it because you will be better off not being overwhelmed by so many options. Yeah. The the only thing my wife and I, uh, we have two subscriptions right now. One is Netflix. The other is PlayStation plus. Yeah. That said, let me tell you what I'm subscribed to right now. I'm subscribed to Apple Music via the Apple One thing because I needed the all-you-can-eat thing because I don't want to miss out on an Apple thing. <laughs> I'm a fool. I know. Um, okay. I'm subscribed okay. to... Okay, as long as you admit to, that. I'm subscribed to the Google... I'm subscribed to YouTube Premium because I hate ads on YouTube and I watch it on my iPad and, and iPhone constantly at night to fall asleep. And I don't want ads coming into my sleep videos because the ads are like, welcome to the next event. It's like, oh, my God, I'm trying to sleep. So I subscribe to that, which gets me access to Google Music as well or YouTube Music. And I'm subscribed now because my family is in the Alexa ecosystem and wants to be able to play songs of their choosing on their Alexa devices. Um, The easiest way to get that for multiple people as a Christmas present since you can't gift it was to subscribe for the family plan of Amazon Music Unlimited and invite my family members into the family plan. So now I have access to three competing music services, and I don't need it. And I can't (laughs) unsubscribe to any of them because I want them for different reasons. (laughs) This is your digital future. This is my digital future, is I will end up being subscribed to all the things anyway after telling you pick and choose what you're subscribed to. 
That said, do as I say, Anna and I need to I pick do. to unsubscribe to either Paramount Plus or HBO. We don't need to be subscribed to both right now. We need to figure that out. Oh, by the way, speaking of subscriptions, yes, Spotify is offering free three months subscriptions right now for people who are not subscribed. Who is that, Eddie Miller? Who hasn't burned their three month trial at this point? Hi. Or can I actually do it if I've already done it in the past? Because I, I would know. love to be subscribed to all four at the same time. Can I get title <laughs> as well? I I don't know. Only I'm open just, to users who haven't you know already doing tried a... premium. Let's see. Can I do this? Resume premium. Three months. No, they're offering me three months for ten dollars. No, I'm good. Okay. Yeah, I've never been subscribed, so. What about title? Can I join title? Does does title work on anything? No, there's, there's uh, title you might have a good good free trial, and then you have to upgrade your title if you want like the good version that makes that justifies the existence of title to begin with. Um, go into your Amazon thing. Wouldn't that also give you Audible? Um, Audible is a separate subscription that we already paid for. Oh, okay. And no, Amazon Music Unlimited does not come with Audible. Even though they're owned by the same company, man, they are. Greedy, well, remember, there's greedy, also greedy. Amazon Prime that we also subscribe to, which does not get you Amazon Music Unlimited, nor does it get you Audible. It's a separate thing. Nor does it get you man. Twitch Prime, which I also subscribe to. Do you know why I subscribe to Twitch Prime? I don't want Twitch ads on any channel. Sorry, not Twitch Prime, Twitch Turbo. You do get Twitch Prime, which gives you that free subscription to a channel a month with your Amazon Prime. But then the Twitch Turbo I'm doing, so I don't have that. I'm subscribed to too many things. And I don't want to cancel any of them. <laughs> I'm tied up. The companies own me. The the corporate dystopia of the cyberpunk future, it's real and it's now and I'm in it. What the? <sighs> Sorry. I failed everybody. Is it time to talk about release dates? Yeah, I think. Yeah, I, I think we're good. <laughs> is everyone too depressed about my subscription system? No, yeah. everyone doesn't care. That's what it is. No, I'm I'm not depressed. I am more... let's see if I can think of the good word here. I'm more astonished for for your need for them. (laughs) You're astonished that I need to have no ads on all these things. Yeah, that's probably fair. Then we should talk about how I'm subscribed to um, Microsoft office every year. So that gets my family, a bunch of stuff. I know, yeah, I'm, so, I'm still mad about that. So I'm I'm subscribed to the Microsoft stuff, which doesn't give you Windows for free, and it really should. But whatever, um, I've got enough digital licenses for Windows to sustain me for a while. So I've got Microsoft Office, which gives me OneDrive, two terabytes of space on OneDrive. Pretty cool. That Anna and I both get. I think that's cool. I'm also subscribed to the Apple One, which gets me two terabytes of iCloud Drive. I don't need both of these things, and I have no way of canceling one or the other for credit, and that bugs me. I don't need both of these things, but I have both of these things. And now I can't decide which of these things to use. They both come with password storage. They both come with bookmark syncing. Chris, uh, Emperor Methos in in chat uh, says he's not depressed. He's just disappointed. I'm disappointed in myself. So I'm always (laughs) looking like, how do I I get more value out of these subscriptions? If I'm going to feel forced into them, I may as well eke them out. So now all my personal email is hosted on Outlook.com because that's a feature of your Microsoft Office subscription, if you didn't notice, if you didn't know. And I've got a custom domain hosted there, which means I had to go buy a custom domain from a different hosting provider because I needed the one that would partner with Microsoft's service. So now my my domain 
Figaro Castle is hosted on GoDaddy, not hosted, but uh, registered on GoDaddy instead of what I prefer, which is Hover, just so that I can have my email coming through Outlook.com. And that's all because it comes with my Microsoft subscription rather than just paying for Google Apps for $5 a month for a custom domain or whatever it is now because I don't want to subscribe to yet another thing. <laughs> this By is the way, I made some life. choices. <laughs> for those who are listening, he's also the guy who maintains our website. Poorly. <laughs> hey, no, you do a good job on that. You really we're do. On, we're on WordPress. Not that complicated, except when it breaks, which is all the time. <laughs> what am I talking about? Um, new releases. New releases. New releases. <laughs> all right. So we know Thymesia is coming to twenty. Is coming in twenty twenty two now. Um, and is they announced it, is it PS- Thymesia or Thymesia? Thymesia. It's Team Seventeen and Overboarder Studio. It's an action RPG. It's been delayed. Um, so there you go. You are the half human, half raven hybrid known as Corvus. Oh, this is cool looking. What is? How does this work? So you okay? So this looks like a Souls like. Anyway, it's been delayed. That looks cool. Sorry if you were expecting it this year. Battle Brothers has an announced a release date now. This is from Ukiyo Publishing Overhype Studios again. I guess Overhype Studios decided to make some release dates announcements. Anyway, Battle Brothers coming to PS4, 5, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X and S in 2022. Um, it is a medieval fantasy world where you're in charge of a mercenary group, and it looks very... Um, it's 2D like strategy game management. So mm-hmm. coming out next year. Record of Lodos War, Deedlet, and Wonder Labyrinth has a physical release date announced. So if you want to pick that up from Red Art Games, um, is that where you pick it up? Sorry. Yeah, Red Art Games is an online store for 30 euros. So I don't even know. Oh. Yeah, yeah. They have a European store, and then in North America, you're getting it from a Canadian distributor. 40 Canadian dollars. Okay. Well, anyway, it's coming out for PS4, PS5, and Nintendo Switch in Europe. On January first? No. On pre-order before quarter, January first. Quarter it's coming one. Q1. Quarter one of twenty twenty-two. Um, in North America, it's the same platform, so PS4, five, and Switch. Uh, that costs a little more or costs a little different because it's Canadian dollars, and uh, it is a Metroidvania. And uh, that if if you want physical copies, there you go. There's your notice that that's happening. So go pick that up at Red. Oops. Red. Red art games online store so redartgames.com okay uh josh did you play that one no okay i know jc was uh, jc was and he really enjoyed it yep so hooded horse has announced it's developing it's a good name for a studio is an uh, an, uh, developing animals the way of wrath a tactical turn Excuse me. They're publishing to the developer Animals Wave Wrath. A ter- tactical turn-based, tactical turn-based. That's hard to say. RPG. It's planned for release on PC, Mac, and Linux sometime in 2022. Uh, it's set in the Bronze Age and stuff. So there's there's a new release date announcement for you. And you can go watch the video of that if you want to see what's up with that. Vampire the Masquerade has been pushed. Uh, Vampire the Masquerade Swan Song. Excuse me. That's from publisher Nacon. It's going to be pushed to February of... No, excuse me. It's being pushed to May of 2022 from February. Uh, it's coming for PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, XS, and Switch. And they posted a message saying they, you know, they did the, the normal. We need to do... We need to make the game better. 
And uh, Dauntless is getting PS5 and Xbox Series X and S versions finally, so that should be nice and upgraded. Um, game's free to play, so you don't have to pay any for that. It's coming out on coming out on two days ago. So there you go. <laughs> and then Demon Gaze Extra has been pushed back. So it's an enhanced port of D- Demon Gaze. Uh, Demon Gaze Extra comes out for PS4 and Switch on January 6th, 2022. Then the Crafting Adventure Witchwood is coming out next week. That's December, wait, uh, December 9th, so five days from now. And then a Switch version is 27th. So next week is PC, PS4, Xbox One. 27th is the Switch. Um, oh, okay, I'm sorry. Roll that back. PC, PS4, and Xbox One, and Switch is in the America and Japan on December 9th. And then Europe gets all those other ones but then the Switch version is pushed to the December 27th. So in Europe, you have to wait longer for the Switch version. It's 20 bucks. It's called Witchwood. You can go watch a trailer of it on the site now to see what's up with that if you forgot what it is. Story of Seasons Friend of Mineral Town has come out on the Epic Game Store. And the Pioneers of Olive Town boot update has been um, uh, available now. So that's uh, 1.10. It adds some quests and stuff. Uh, that's for the PC and, and Switch version of Poot. And um, Friends of Mineral Town is on Epic Game Store on sale right now. If you want to check that out, and then Tale of Irons, Tales of Irons, Bloody Whiskers. This is one where you're like a rat, and your rat king dad died, and now you're the rat king, rat prince brother, and you ascend to the throne. And it's like, a, a, is it strategy? I forget how this one works. Two um, D side scrolling. It was action. Action. Okay, so go pound ha- rats and frogs and stuff with you know, spears and hammers and stuff. And uh, anyway, it's got an update that's out now. Um, so you can see they added uh, a new quest line, a new post-game quest line, and two new difficulty modes, and five new bosses, and some new equipment. So if you've been playing that, that patch is out now. So enjoy that. Whew, okay. Next up, what have we missed for release dates I have to tell you about? Um, it's been a couple weeks, so let me tell you what came out in last week or a couple weeks ago that we missed death's door came to all the platforms it didn't release on originally which was pc and xbox now it's on ps4 5 and nintendo switch so if you want to play a little the crow walking around being like dark soulsy but in a isometric sort of way you can check that out and i think it's dark soulsy you're collecting souls and it's an action game so it may not be that hard i i want to play death's door it looks cool looks cute so i want to play that um, last week, Archvale came out for PC, Xbox One, and Nintendo Switch. It's a bullet hell RPG. Yep, you heard me. Danganronpa S Ultimate Summer Camp, and I think also the um, the yeah the whole the collection is that now has yeah. both that game and all the original games. Those are out. Um, but if you just want the summer camp thing, it's twenty bucks on the eShop on the Switch. Um, so that's a thing. Dauntless came out. Oh, we talked about that. And then Dayland, Dayland Pocket Planet. It's a farming adventure. That's out on Xbox One. Um, it was previously released on other platforms. So it came out on Xbox One last week for 20 bucks. Um, Final Fantasy XIV, of course, came out. We talked about that a little. Ghost Sync, which is a magic... Uh, he follows a magic swordman called Lily who sets out on a journey to defeat corrupted beasts called Severians that infest the world. She meets a dog possessed by the soul of a young man and the two joined forces... I don't know what's going on side-scrolling action game i guess or no side-scrolling no just an rpg okay well whatever it's out oh 
Chemco alert. Chemco alert. Ghost Sync is a Chemco game. Ghost Sync is a Chemco game. You are warned. This is a new release thank you, on thank PS4. Thank you for not blowing off my eardrums this time. <laughs> PS4, PS5, and Nintendo Switch. Chemco alert. Ghost Sync is a, is a Chemco game. It is $15 on the Nintendo Store and eShop. You are warned. All right. Grim Dawn. Uh, that's an action RPG. That's going for like a Diablo vibe. Uh, that is Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and S. It was previously just on PC. That's for 55 bucks on the Xbox Store. And then Mecha Jammer. It's a tactical cyberpunk RPG. Oh, I like the sound of that. Let's see. Um, I don't know if I like the graphics of it, though. That's Man, that's pixelated. Okay. I think it's intentional, though. <laughs> it's a tactical cyberpunk RPG. It's on PC, Mac, and Linux. You can check that out. It's I don't know what the price is, though. And usually when that happens, there's a chance the game didn't actually come out. So we should... Did it actually come out? It did come out. Okay, it's uh 25 bucks. So you can check that out. Mixed reviews, though, so be careful. Read up, read up on it. Dungeon of Nihilbiuk, which was a tactical um, role-playing game with a comical take on a traditional Dungeons & Dragons story, is... Uh, oh, I guess it's based on uh, an audio series from an author from France. So... Um, anyway, this is the game. It, it was out previously for a bunch of platforms. It's now out on PS5 and Xbox Series X and S. Okay, so that catches us up with what released in the interim. Here's what's releasing this week. Uh, first off, Final Fantasy XIV Endwalker comes out on December 7th, which is confusing because it feels like it's already out, but that's just early access for all the people who pre-ordered it, which is pretty much everyone who's playing the damn thing. So, yep. anyway, that's on Windows, Macintosh, PS4, and PS5. Um, DirectX 11 mode may or may not work for you. Your mileage may vary. <laughs> Rune Factory 4 specials come to PC, PS4, Xbox X, and Series S, and Xbox One on December 7th, apparently. Maybe I miss. Did I read that right? Is that right? I think that's right. Spell Force 3 Reinforced, which somebody said is an RPG, but we don't cover it, so I just included it here just in case it is an RPG. I think it's an RTS more, but that's on everything PC, the Xboxes, and the PlayStations. Uh, not on the Switch. Wolfstride comes out for PC. Loop Hero finally comes to the Switch. Monster Rancher 1 and 2 DX is the Monster Rancher remakes we've been waiting with a question mark for. Um, coming out to Switch, PC, and iOS on December 9th. And uh, Vaporum Lockdown is the prequel to Vaporum. Finally comes to PS4 and 5 and Xbox One. It's been out for a while on other platforms. I, I do believe Paws and Kelly... We're waiting for that Monster Rancher 1 and 2 DX. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out what platform I would play that on. I know Anna will get it on the Switch. She likes having everything on the Switch. But I'm wondering if it would be better on an iPhone. I'll get it on the PC because I'll have a better chance of playing it. (laughs) Oh, on the PC we could mod the heck out of it, couldn't we? Shoot. That's a game that could use some mods. To do the stuff that developers didn't want to do. What, the Monster Rancher? Yeah. Because think of it, think about like getting all those extra monsters or I guess you get just to choose them out of a database. But I feel like someone's going to come up with cool ideas for how to like the big thing that's missing here is like having a randomized system of spawning monsters that you don't expect what you're going to get. Right. Because we don't have the CD import mechanic anymore. So I feel like I'm oh, right. people can come up with something cool and interesting for that. Maybe I'm wrong and no one will, but I feel like that's that's a possibility here on PC that doesn't exist elsewhere. But uh, that ha- hasn't happened yet, so until that happens, get on whatever platform you want to play it on, I guess. Um, okay. 
Ooh, we have some new early access changes to talk through. All right. Game Deck has a demo. You can pick that up on PC and Steam through... That's already done. Okay. Um, so I don't know what's up with that. An update to the game... gamepad support. Yeah, that should have been in news or something. Okay, well, whatever. We, that's a thing. Uh, War Tales is uh, from Shiro Games and Shiro Unlimited. It's uh, it's on P- Steam via Early Access for 35 bucks. It's an open-world tactical RPG. And uh, you can see what's going on with that like, with the trailer. Lost Eidolons has a pre-release schedule that they announced some int- uh, changes to. So that's uh, Ocean Drive that Studio. Actually... Go ahead. No, actually, that one, they're getting rid of the planned early access and instead are just doing a couple of betas. Yeah, betas are early access, right? I don't know. Yeah, kind of. But yeah, that's where they're, you're, uh, that's the traditional thing where you're not paying money for the beta. Oh, right, right. <laughs> Next beta test will be on PC, Xbox One, and Series X and S for quarter two of 2022. The final beta test is quarter three of 2022, and later that quarter should be a full release. Obviously, that can change depending on how these beta tests go. Um, I don't know anything about this game, but if you were following Lost Eidolons, that's, there you go. That's some updates for you. World of Horror gets a major update. This is the cool, like, old school looking NES PC sort of, I don't know how to describe what, what World do they of call Horror. it? Like one bit graphics, I think it said. I, yeah, I mean, it's, it's got a few colors. <laughs> it's a weird looking game it's cool um i don't like how it's, it's randomized. a pink game boy well that's just one style you can choose it doesn't have to look like that so um they've got some new mysteries that they've added um and new heroes and they uh adding some more characters and you can do your kind of it's kind of like some randomized elements of an adventure game that plays like a roguelike to see if you can get through all the mysteries or whatever mysteries you need to solve to, to win your run. It's, it's cool. It's not for me, but it's cool. And if it was a different structure of a game, I'd be way more into it, but like, don't let that stop you. Cause you might be way into it as it is. Um, check someone out playing it. Uh, unless you don't like yeah, anything look- approaching horror, in which case it may be too scary for you. Um, oh yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm, I would bounce out of this game in five this seconds. Isn't that scary? In my opinion, it's got some creep I, factor, but it's it's really you. It's it's I pretty don't do tame well with on the scale. Either okay. I, I mean, I forced. I I only forced myself through Death and Request Two, yeah. just because I really enjoyed like the the story and the characters. But like it, I almost like bounced off of that game in, in like twenty minutes because of how creepy it was. It was like, oh god, no. Um, but apparently Emperor Methos uh, has he been really playing it, it. And, yeah. and really likes it. Yeah, so yeah, that's, check it. That's, if you I'm haven't checked it... out World of Horror and you've been thinking about it, check it out. I, I've checked it out. It's, it is interesting. And just because the gameplay style isn't for me because I don't feel like I can succeed in it the way that I like to play and consume these sorts of games, um, doesn't mean it isn't for you. So, um, And obviously Emperor Methos really likes it. So there you go. All right. So we have some reviews to go through. We have reviews up for Skyward Sword, uh, three out of five. So if you take issue with that, go and leave a comment or don't. Um, <laughs> I think that's Ryan about McCarthy. fair for Skyward Sword. Yep. Curious Expedition 2, written by Anna Marie. She gave it a three out of five. Uh, Star Wars Night of the Old Republic on Switch by Alex Fuller gave it a four out of five. Ooh. Hey, that's still solid. Not a five up. out of five. 
Kotor well, gets five out of fives. All right. I, th- I think that was some of the comp. Well, definitely the combat kind of shows its age. That is yeah. an old game. Yeah. <laughs> um, Arcadia Fallen got a review um, by Alex Fuller, a three out of five. And Soul Nomad and the World Eaters got a review by Paul Shkreli, two out of five. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I remember Kelly being on the cast. Uh, several weeks ago commenting that some at least some of the writing in the game has not aged well alex fuller did a deep look of mary skelter does that mean he didn't want to finish it Is that what uh, deep looks usually so. mean okay so <laughs> for better or worse mary skelter finale is very dense i'm, <laughs> I'm waiting to hear what anna That's thinks of this quote. one she likes she likes um the mary skelter series story so I'm interested to see what she thinks of that one. Um, we have a roundup article where we go through some of our favorite indie games that Sam did. So you can go read about a bunch of good indie games in a big roundup and maybe find some RPGs you haven't tried out because they aren't heavily advertised and uh, yeah, find uh, a new favorite. Yeah, shout out to to Sam and all. I mean, a whole bunch of staff got together and worked on this. And just a shout out to all of them for taking the time because, I mean, something of this nature is is just very heavy article to work on. So, uh, good work on coordinating it, Sam, and and congratulations for everyone to I who to uh, put time into games. that. <laughs> I, I think I played like two. Well, no, I saw Cosmic Star Heroine, so that's two. Okay, I own uh, RFL. I never. I own though. Monster Sanctuary. Oh, Several of them are on Game Pass, Chris. I know. I know. I've tried to play Reseteer. I don't think I'm going to play that one more. No. I watched play, play the new Nexomon, and that was good, but I don't need to play it. Um, <laughs> You've already experienced it. I, uh, anything I can do to just take a game off my list. If you haven't noticed, I try to go for it. I'm like, all right, I can call that one well, good. <laughs> in that case, you could uh, take the time to just watch Anna's playthrough of Eichenfell. Oh, there you go. Yep. Oh, actually, I remember Eichenfell being really hard looking, so I'm going to skip that one. Um, yeah. Well, it, it has tons of accessibility options, so you can, there's literally no, yeah, a... Op- but no, the way she was playing it was, it's not even a game at that point, and I would just watch the playthrough. <laughs> it was like, she couldn't die. I was like, well, whatever. Yeah, but also the game, the combat looked like I don't want to engage with that. So, but yeah, but I'm that's not gonna the play thing. Like it, 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 that game has a ton of different options, so you can gauge it anywhere from press a button to win up to you know like the full like oh I have to get the timing I, just I know, right to actually maximize. Here's it. the thing, I don't want to get good at that combat system. Yeah, that's well, I mean that's the thing. You can, it's you not can that I can't set it, it so I can do oh good. Yeah, but. It doesn't matter that I'm tuning it down. I don't think the combat system is fun. I don't okay, want well, to interact fun. with that at yeah. any skill level. <laughs> I get that. Yeah. All right. Here's one I played Golf Story, and I fully recommend it. So, Golf Story is good. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. I will and admit, I've, I've, I've looked up the golf rap yeah. battle. <laughs> um, here we go. We have an editorial from J- Jason McFadden about do graphics make more immersive gameplay? Excuse me. Do impressive graphics make more immersive gameplay? So you can read their thoughts on that. And that's it for editorials this week. Woo. Woo. Whew. All right. So you can write in and tell me what the right way to consume the dot hack polymorphic content library is. 
And if you don't know what that means, I'm referring to all the dot .hack games, media, manga, anime. Should I consume any of it or do as Tracer uh, 3 in the chat said, just skip it all? <laughs> Which <laughs> probably what I'll do, I'll be honest. But hey, we couldn't think of a question, so that's what you get this week. <laughs> so I want to know now that we've covered everything coming out um, and some reviews and what's coming out this week. What are you going to play this week? And first I'll ask Robert. Do I really? Is it going to be any guess what I'm going to be playing? I'm guessing you're going to play Final Fantasy fourteen. Yes, I will. And no, you're not I'm, because I'm, you'll be queued. <laughs> I'm, I actually got logged out while we've been sitting here and I was at 1,100. I'm at uh, 569 now. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, no, I'll be playing Final Fantasy 14 except for my streams, which I will still be playing uh, Final Fantasy 5 as long as I'm not dead on my feet tired. <laughs> like I was last night. If you I don't want to been... play Final Fantasy 14, the guy who does the Final Fantasy 4 4 job fiesta is doing an event starting December 7th where you play through Final Fantasy Mystic Quest. <laughs> I already beat that this and, year. And Gilgamesh, on the, the Twitter account, of course, he runs his... It, the, the conceit is that Gilgamesh just shouts everything, and he's like, let's play a good game instead of Final Fantasy fourteen. And which I think it's funny since Gilgamesh is in Final Fantasy fourteen, but it's a whole yes. discussion. Greg. <laughs> Greg. Love, Greg. love Greg. Good old Greg. Good old Greg. Did they add like a, que- a Greg quest in Shadowbringers? I think they were going to, but then between because of COVID, oh they, they didn't. Oh, I think they because trying to get everyone set up at home, trying to make sure everything worked. And last then I they saw, had... he was in the void, and so did Hildebrandt. So I don't know where they are now. <laughs> yeah, I think what ended. I think between COVID and then that sudden huge influx of players, they just got completely rattled off of some of their plans oh okay that's fair someday we'll find out what happened to greg <laughs> yeah but they did say he will be coming you know hildebrand will of be coming back so will. of course he will well and they use it to test out tech so oh, do they okay yeah because if you notice um like in heaven's word you know before they started doing a lot of the facial expressions in the cutscenes in the game they were testing that in the Hildebrand. Is that why they were, they were so over-exaggerated in those quest lines? Okay. Yeah, it's because they were testing the tech. So they, they thought they it looked test... so dumb, but it was like, okay, it looks that so makes dumb, sense. But, but at the same, it looks so dumb and the stories are completely ridiculous, yes. Yeah. But you can tell that they're doing a lot of things in those quest lines now that I've played a lot more. I can't believe how I've grown on the Hildebrand quest lines. At first, I'm like, this is so stupid. And now it's like, I want more. <laughs> That's how everybody is, or a lot of people are. Not everybody, but a lot of people are like, this is so stupid. And I'm like, and they're like, he's the best character ever. <laughs> and I've had, I've actually, and I've had deep discussions about the fact that they're, they use it for like a lot of their, their tech testing for like things they want to try out, but they don't want to put it in MSQ yet. Right. So, um, and I'm actually, and they're I've actually really, um, again, I'm not very far, but I have seen a lot of scenes where they're, using some of those facial expressions in the msq now because they they allow for a little bit more um they do allow for a little more character expression so you don't have all these you know dead not deadpan characters because the characters aren't deadpan but you don't have all these really one note 
characters as far as how they emotionally interact with things. Now you do kind of get some sense when they may be scared or may be shocked by something. Yep, yep. So, Josh, what are you going to play this week? Oh, maybe I should open up one of those uh, Black Friday things. Maybe I'll play Guardians of the Galaxy. There you go. <laughs> Tell me how good it is. You'll probably beat it. It's not long. Yeah, yeah, it's not long. That 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 actually is like I saw that and I was like, oh yeah, like, that sounds point. good. <laughs> it's for me. <laughs> All right. What are you uh, gonna play, Chris? I am probably more gonna do more programming. Ah, yeah, Pokemon. Um, but if I get frustrated with both of those, I will start a Pathfinder: Wrath of the Righteous. That's next on my list. It's next on the list of all the. Of my Baldur's oh, Gate yes. likes. Your Baldur's Gate likes, yeah. <laughs> the, one that, the list that should take me, the, be the most impossible goal I've ever come up with, and yet I've made the most progress on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that list. <laughs> is, is Spellforce on that list? No. Should it be? From what I played of the first one, maybe? Spellforce 3 that I was just reading. Are you sure Spellforce, or do you mean a different one? No, I mean Spellforce. Okay. Like, I don't know about three or two, okay. but All right. so I did play a little one. bit of one, oh, and it kind of reminded me a little bit about of Baldur's Gate when I played it's it. It's a real-time um, strategy slash role-playing game, so that's what the third one's billed as. Yeah, I again, I didn't play much of it. I, okay. It was during the heyday of Wrath of the Lich King. I went through a lot of lists to come up with my list, and that one didn't get on it, but... I have noticed that I've I've missed a couple of like the smaller team releases of games in that genre. So I think a revision to my list is due, but I'm not going to fret about it for now because I have plenty of games on that list, some of which are not Baldur's Gate likes, like the entire Witcher series. Why is that on that list? I don't know. It just ended up on my list. Don't question also, me. <laughs> by the way, did you ever finish uh, Atalia Ryza? The first one, but not the second one. Okay. I didn't know you finished the first one. Yep. I played the first one to hunt to like full completion, or at least as complete as I could stand to get it. Um, all the story content, as much of the crafting as I could do. Um, I didn't buy all the expansions. Right. I did, that's what I did. I did everything, but I didn't buy the DLCs, um, which it turns out didn't matter story-wise anyway. And then I started playing two, and I just lost interest. I don't know why, but it sounds like that's a common experience with two, so I'm not fretting about it. I'll have to get back into it at some point. Oh, I hope that I hope that doesn't happen with uh, Atalia Sophie too. I don't know. Haven't played them. So well, that one's not even out yet. <laughs> yeah. So. All right. I think that's going to do it for a show this week. I want to thank you, the listener, for coming and joining us and watching my cats on the stream. If you'd like to watch us live, it's Twitch.tv/RPGamer every week at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern on Saturdays. If you would like to download the show instead, of course, uh, go through your favorite podcasting store or app or whatever. Uh, it's free. We call them stores because they're listing content. We don't know what else to call them. Um, you can quote unquote subscribe. Also free. It downloads the show for you automatically every week. And if you'd like to comment on the show, leave an answer to our question of a, what's the right way to consume the dot hack polymorphic content library. You can do that at rpgamer.com. Find the, sh- the thread the story about the show rpg cast it's uh, up in the top menus if you need to get to the rpg cast and you can uh post comment right there 
Until then, thank you, Josh. Thank you, Robert. Thank you, listeners. Thank you, everybody, for being here. Thanks to Dale North for doing our music forecast, for doing our encoding. And um, let's do a old school shout out to Ed Walker, who used to edit the show. Thanks, Ed. I know you don't do it now, but shout out to you anyway. <laughs> um, I'm out of stuff to talk about. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. Good job, bye. Bye. <laughs> All right, bye, everyone. Bye.